Hello, good morning. How are we all? I'm a bit behind on recording my podcast this week, not gonna lie. Um, I normally record two podcasts on a Tuesday morning and then I will set them to come out on like a Monday and Friday just so I'm always ahead of myself. However, this Tuesday I wasn't feeling my best, so a podcast did not get done. I had one already, so I'd done one for Monday, just gone. So basically I've been behind since last week, this is what I'm saying. Um, but we, I'm getting back on it, getting to it, and do you know what, I'm not even behind, because I heard the saying once, and it was like, oh god, I just absolutely loved it, and I don't know whether it's like a blessing or a curse to me, but basically... As long as you're one step ahead, you're never going to be behind. So, like, nobody's going to know. Because this is still going to come out tomorrow, like, as in Friday, the 3rd of November. I'm recording this on Thursday the 2nd. But because it will still come out on Friday, nobody's going to know that I've been behind with my work. Um, well, you are now, because you've just listened to it. Mm, I give away all my secrets. <laughs> um, but today's podcast is going to be about how eating more can actually make you more successful at fat loss. And I know what you're thinking, Kai, we've got been a calorie deficit, like we've got to eat less than what we are eating before. And so this is true in a sense, but also not in a sense. So if you think about it, right, we know that we have to be in a calorie deficit to lose weight. Now, when you're choosing your food options, there's two ways you can go. We've got the more nutritious foods, which is going to be like your fruits and veggies, your lean meats, things like this, which are going to be lower in calories, but very high in nutrition um, and protein. Or we've got foods such as donuts, candy, crisps, things like that, that are going to be lower in nutrition, but a lot higher in calories. So if you think about it, if you've got a chocolate bar, right? Um like a family size bar of chocolate, and that chocolate bar is going to be like 540 calories. I have no idea what chocolate bar it's going to be, but it's going to be 540 calories for that chocolate bar. And if you were then to get a load of fruit and make up a load of fruit that comes to 540 calories, the difference in volume between the chocolate and the fruit is going to be vastly different. And let's say it's not even fruit. Let's say you've got like chicken, you've got some like you're gonna make a chicken sandwich you can make a banging chicken sandwich for, for for 540 calories then you can for I don't know where I was going that then you can for what no clue what I was gonna say but like that chicken sandwich is gonna fill you up so much more there's gonna be way more food there than the chocolate bar that you're eating okay so if you look at that so in terms of that you are able to eat more and it's gonna give you bigger bang for your buck it's going to fill you up more, it's going to do everything that it needs to do, and it's going to help you achieve your fat loss goal faster. Now, now that's out of the way, the second thing that I wanted to talk to you about, and for me this is probably the most important, and do you know right now I've said that, I've had a complete mind blank over what I was going to say, oh my god, what is wrong with me? Um... So I'm just going to carry on rambling and hope that it comes back to me. I'm just going to remind myself what I'm talking about. So we were saying eat how to... Oh, okay, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. Okay, so the next thing, yeah, the second thing that I wanted to talk to you about and it's probably most important is I think when most people decide that they want to lose weight or they want to lose body fat, they think about all the things they have to stop eating. And this can range from bread to sweets to chocolate to fruit, like 
there's been so many things out there and I get it because like the internet is just full of such conflicting information um which I think is why I'm so passionate about simplifying everything for everyone and like kind of putting facts out there as opposed to like all the bullshit that you do see online and when you tell yourself that you're not allowed something it's like something switches in your brain and you know if you've got a kid right and it's like the marshmallow experiment that they do with children or like even with adults and they sit a child down they're like right you can't have that marshmallow until like whenever of course they want it this is like the worst example ever let me change that so you've got a kid and um you tell him that he can't have something or he can't do something there's like a button you like don't press that button first thing that kid's gonna want to do is go press that button because you've told him that he cannot do it so this is the way your brain works when you tell yourself that you can't cannot have something or you cannot do something your brain then automatically wants it so if you're like okay that's it you can't eat bread anymore right but you actually really like bread as well the only thing you're doing is literally making your life a little bit more miserable like unless you're allergic to it or unless you're intolerant to it or you don't like it there's no reason to cut out any foods and the minute you start telling yourself that you cannot have a certain food is the minute or is like the time that you start wanting that food even more and you may be able to go the first day without that food and the second day and the third day but after that your brain will start just thinking about this food constantly because it's not that you're allowing yourself to have it, you're just choosing not to have it, which I'll come on to in a second. It's that you're literally telling yourself, you cannot have this, you are not allowed this, therefore you're not going to have it. But what will happen is, over time, that thought process will break down, break down, break down, and you'll be like, do you know what, you've not had it for like six days, so I'm going to treat you to it, and you're going to have some tonight. But instead of just having like one bar, you'll then go mad on it, and it's kind of like a restrict and binge cycle, of where you tell yourself you can't have something, then you overload on it, and then like a couple of weeks later, you do the whole cycle again. So the best thing that you can do is like add that food into your diet, okay? So don't cut out any foods. If you are somebody who loves chocolate, get like a chocolate bar, have a chocolate bar every day, have a chocolate bar every other day. Like you don't have to stop eating it. If you are in a calorie deficit, like you will lose weight. I will say what you need to do, which comes back to like the first thing I spoke about, is you need to fill up on like those higher volume foods, those foods that are going to keep you fuller, that are going to fill you up more, that are going to give you more food for the calories that are in them, and they're more nutritious, and you want like the 80-20 balance rule, so like 80% of your food should be coming from like these lean nutritious foods, and then 20% should be coming from things that are really tasty and that you really enjoy, and that's number one, but number two, have that chocolate bar in your day to day. Like, when I did my photo shoot prep last year, like, I'm never, I've never been one to crave chocolate. Like, I've always been more of a crisp girl, but now I've got colitis. It's like my body switched. Um, and I had a chocolate bar every single day during my photo shoot prep. It was a crunchy, okay? I never went and bought, like, a family-sized bar of chocolate because I am one of these that once I start eating it, I will not stop until it's gone. So I would literally buy, like, a single crunchy bar, well, you can't even get a family-sized crunchy bar, can you? Oh my god, can you imagine if you did? That would be insane. Anyway, I used to get like a single crunchy bar, and I had that every single day, and I would work it into my calories, okay? Because if you're having that one thing, it's gonna like quench that craving for it. Because if you think about it like this, if you did have a family-sized bar of chocolate, right? Let's say Galaxy, for example, because that is my go-to at the moment. That first four squares of Galaxy is going to be the best four squares out of that whole bar. If you're eating that bar in one go, go, it's going to be the best four squares out of that whole bar. 
once you get to like the last four squares, you're not really enjoying it as much as you were. You're kind of just eating it to go through the motions of eating it because it's there, because you feel like you can't stop. And I think it's just super important to remember that like you don't need loads of it to feel good about having it. You can have some of it every day. And when you give yourself unconditional permission to eat anything that you want to, it's like a whole game changer. Because what you've got to remember is, yes, you have unconditional permission to eat anything that you want to. However, the choice that you're making may not be to have that every day. Like we don't have to have a chocolate bar every single day. I don't have a chocolate bar every single day now. But if I wanted one and it fit within my goals that I have at the moment, I would have it. If if I am, like, say, for example, you are counting your calories and it gets to the end of the day and your calories are done and you're like, do you know what? I really want that chocolate bar. One of the best things I found works is just stop and just ask yourself, okay, if I really want that chocolate bra, bra, <laughs> if I really want that chocolate bar for breakfast tomorrow, I'm going to have it for breakfast tomorrow. Okay. And that way it's still not like you're telling yourself you're not allowed it. You can't have it. It's just you're choosing to not have it now. And if you still really want it tomorrow, you're going to have it tomorrow for breakfast. And the amount of times I've done this, I normally do this with birthday cake, right? So my birthday was last month. And um, I had a couple of birthday cakes. I just want to give a shout out to my dad because he made me a birthday cake this year. And it is the first time he has made a birthday cake and he's 68. And it was absolutely banging. It was coffee and it was so bloody good. Um... But yeah, so I'd had like, I think I'd had two slices the night of my birthday. They weren't very big slices, but I'd had two. And then I was like, going to bed and I was like, oh, do I have one more? I was like, I can have one more. And then I was like, no, do you know what? If I want it for breakfast tomorrow morning, I'll have it for breakfast tomorrow morning. And do you know what? I had it for breakfast the next morning and it was fucking banging. It was so good. But I don't always have things for breakfast, like 95% of the time, when I wake up the next morning, I've either forgotten about it, I'm not really fancying it, or I'm just like, oh, no, it's a no from me, but 5% of the time, yes, I will have it for breakfast, like, I'm literally human, and yeah, that's it, really, um, but I think that's one thing, but that's the thing you've got to, like, try and tell yourself you can do, you've got to remember that when you're trying to lose body fat, yes, it's the actions that you do that get you there, but it's the mindset and the thought process behind it that allows you to do those actions because you're essentially like changing a whole lifetime full of habits and behaviors in order to get to the next stage of your life. So if you are trying to lose body fat, I'm going to say start making your meals bigger. Okay, think about the food you're eating for this. Make your meals bigger. This is another thing that I wanted to talk about as well that I clearly forgot about until now. But by making your meals bigger, you're going to be less hungry in between meals. And I think a lot of time people will try to make their meals as small as possible. So then what happens is they don't really stay full. They'll start grazing through the day. And when they're grazing, they're like, oh, it's only something small, so it'll be okay. But what they don't realize is that all those something smalls add up and the calories, they're normally like quite calorific snacks as well. Like I used to be a cereal snacker and I would literally just go and be like, oh, it's just like, um, what would I have? I'd be like, oh, it's just like two Jaffa cakes or like four Jaffa cakes. And then the next one I'd be like, oh, it's just like a handful of crisps. And then they'd be like, oh, it's just like this. or it's just like that. And all of these things over time add up, but because they're so small in the time that like, you don't really notice it. So make your meals bigger, have like a bigger breakfast, have a bigger lunch, have a bigger dinner. And if you are going to have a snack, 
think about what that snack is and instead of thinking about have like the smallest thing possible think about like what you can have that is going to be the most nutritious thing possible and then is it possible to add to it like you want things that are going to fill you up and yes there's probably going to be times whilst you're losing body fat that you do get hungry but at the start of your journey it will be a more mental hunger than it will a physical hunger so moral of the story is eat more fill up on higher volume foods do not cut out or restrict any foods that you enjoy eating and from doing these three things you will be able to stick to your diet consistently you will be able to do it every single day day in day out for however long you're going to do it for and that's when the fat loss will happen if you don't do this and you try to eat as little as possible and you're restricting your foods what you will find happens is you'll be able to stick to it for like four five six days I'm going to say no longer than a week and then because it's so unsustainable and there's going to be no enjoyment factor in it, there's going to be no flexibility in it, you're not going to have fun, you're just going to feel hungry all the time, that's when you'll start overeating and that's when that cycle comes in and you just won't see the results that you want to see because it's not something that you can stick to. But yeah, I hope you found this useful. If you do find my podcast useful and you do enjoy them, please give them a share and give me a tag on Instagram or on social media. You'll find me on Instagram at the female tradies coach. I would really, really appreciate it. And um, if you could give a rating to my podcast as well, it really, really helps boost it. And I'd be so appreciative. But have a great day. And I'll be back with some more podcasts next week.